0: It's time for Ms. The Wiz Montalban Fantasy Football Podcast, the best place to go to get all your fantasy football news, analysis, and advice to dominate your league. Breaking news alert! Burke and Ms. talk off-season signings. Please call the police if you see anyone suspicious not listening
1: to this podcast. Thanks for joining us today. We have a great show coming up. It's the quarterback rankings, and this will be a long one. Uh, Ranking shows are always long, but I have some good news for you as well. Burke will be joining us today to uh, go through the rankings with me so we can compare and contrast and what we kind of think on uh, all the quarterbacks. So I'm looking forward to it. But uh, in the meantime, let's jump right into the breaking news. Bears wide receiver Anthony Miller and a seventh round pick was traded to the Texans for a fifth round pick. And this is a good move. I mean, Anthony Miller started off having a great, you know, he had a good rookie season. People expected a lot of big things from him. And then I don't know, you know, obviously Mitchell Trubisky was his quarterback. So I don't know if that played into it, but you know, he was kind of a sleeper pick for everyone the last couple of years. And he was a sleeper pick that just didn't pan out for anybody. So a change of scenery could do him well. Of course, now he's going to a team that's kind of in flux uh, themselves, so we'll see if, uh, you know, this change of scenery is a good thing for him and kind of helps uh, resurrect his career a little bit, but, uh, and again, this happened a while ago, but uh, our last podcast was a while ago, so this uh, this happened uh, after our last podcast. Edge rusher, Justin Houston, signed with the Ravens for one year, great move by the Ravens, I really like Justin Houston, he was the top edge guy that was left in free agency, so that just makes that Ravens defense a little bit stronger. Jets edge rusher Carl Lawson is out for the year. He has a torn Achilles. That's tragic. He was really destroying it in camp. Looked great. Looked like he was an upcoming star for the Jets defense, and now he's out for the year. Bryce Huff will be the guy replacing him, so I mean, there's been good things in camp from Bryce Huff. They seem to really like him, and you know, he's g- going to be thrown into action sooner than what everyone expected, so it should be uh, pretty fun to see how he develops, and he's going to be thrown in the fire, so. Tight end Tim B- uh, Tebow, this is really big news, because he was cut by the Jaguars. Man, even uh, Urban Meyer couldn't save him. He uh, tried out, you know, all the clips of him trying to play tight end, he just wasn't that fluid, didn't look that athletic, and so now he's not even part of the Jaguars anymore that's probably his last chance in the NFL and I give him I give him his props I mean he tried out and he made that switch that everyone wanted him to make and it just didn't work out so you can't really fault the guy for that but now uh he's no longer part of the Jacksonville Jaguars and uh some key cuts that happened in the first round of cuts every team had to cut five players off the roster they had to trim it down to like 85 people and uh there's, you know, these are the key ones. Obviously, it's not going to be too huge because it was the first round. But Cardinals running back Eno Smith, formerly of the Falcons, he got cut. And I'm surprised he didn't get cut with the Falcons. I mean, he just never looked like he was an NFL running back. And, you know, he goes to a new team, and apparently they didn't either. He's no longer on the Cardinals. Giants running back Alfred Morris. Uh, he He's cut by the Giants. Looks like uh, he this might be the end of the line for him. Of course, you know, just... It, with the attrition issue at running back you you know who knows if you see him popping up later in the season for a team that's in in desperate need but as for now he's teamless 49ers QB Josh Rosen you know I feel bad for the guy drafted by the Cardinals played that first year total regime uh, regime change got traded to the Dolphins didn't really get a chance there went to the Buccaneers to get a chance there went to the Niners and now they cut him pretty quickly so you know it could be that he's not a good quarterback, but you know they did he really didn't have anyone that was a big believer in josh rosen and uh now he's teamless again and uh you know this could be the end of his career, which is unfortunate. I really think that he should you know it would have been nice to see him go to a place where at least he can develop and uh but you know that's the n f l not for long so Uh, Chargers QB KJ Costello was cut and everyone's like who's KJ Costello and why are you mentioning him well when I was doing my draft uh, preview I had him dead last at the quarterback position watching his tape I just didn't see an NFL quarterback I I didn't see how he would end up with an NFL team well he did end up with with an NFL team and now he's cut so uh, I feel really good about that evaluation with, uh, him being one of the first quarterback cuts. Um, so that's really more just a pat on my back. Lions wide receiver, Chad Hansen, he was cut. He was the, uh, Texans receiver last year who got some, you know, he was relevant last year at receiver with the injuries on, on the Texans offense. Uh, he had some decent games, but he's not going to have any decent games for the Lions because he's cut. And, uh, you see that a lot with, the uh, guys that uh, have some production in the NFL and the next year uh they're not able to make their their new team that they're on and that's the case with the uh, Patriots wide receiver Marvin Hall you know formerly of the Falcons formerly of the Lions he wasn't able to make the Patriots and uh you know that's not a surprise the Patriots have a lot of wide receivers and Marvin Hall's kind of the outside or the <laughs> yeah on the outside Texans wide receiver Isaiah Coulter he was cut but uh, he it looks like he's going to the Bears. So, you know, Hanson and Coulter, are, they were both receivers for the Texans last year. That you, well, you expected more from Coulter because of the injuries. And then Hanson came out of nowhere and started playing more than Coulter. Um, but now, you know, they're both cut. And uh looks like the Bears are going to try to give him a second shot because they just signed him after he got cut. And then the Buccaneers cut running back Troy Mayne Pope who had some fantasy bows last year for the Chargers, um, with Belage getting injured a little bit, um, Eckler getting injured. Pope was a fantasy-relevant person for a couple of weeks and just didn't really pan out those couple of weeks. Well, now he's not even on the Buccaneers roster. He was cut. And the Saints made a bunch of pretty big cuts. I mean, they cut Noah Spence at defensive end, who was promptly picked up by the Bengals. Noah Spence had some time with the Buccaneers before that. Quarterback Prince... Amuka, Amuka, I can't pronounce his name, Prince Amukamara, uh, Nebraska cornerback, Giants quarter, uh, cornerback, Bears cornerback, um, Saints, he's not a Saints cornerback because he's cut, and then ride receiver Tommy Lee Lewis, really liked his special teams play, really speedy receiver, you know, with Deontay Harris, there's no need for him, he was injured, they did an injury settlement, so uh, he was cut as well. And that basically is all the big news uh, roster-wise, and, you know, let's get right into the rankings. Let's get to the exciting part. Get in line, soldier! It's
0: time for the Burke and Miz Deeply Classified Quarterback Rankings. Now get down and give me 40.
1: Alright, here's the part everyone's been waiting for. It's our quarterback rankings. And we're... Me and Burke are doing the top 35. And usually you're only doing maybe the top 20, top 32. But we want to include everyone. We want to include the rookies. We want to include the guys that are going to be playing maybe half the season or less than half the season. So we really want to give you the full spectrum of what our rankings are, are going to be for this season. And... You know, I'll start it off with my 35, and it's kind of a controversial ranking, but I have Zach Wilson. A lot of people are high on him this year, but with him playing for the New York Jets, I, I just I feel like he needs a lot of development that he's not going to get. He's going to be thrown into the fire. It's going to be a defensive-heavy team, a run-first team, and Zach Wilson just doesn't do it for me this year. I really think he's going to struggle, and not have a really good fantasy football season so uh he's going to start the whole year and he's still going to be outside of my top 32 quarterback so that just kind of shows you the type of season i think he's going to have but right now i have zach wilson at number 35 yeah i don't have him at 35 but i'm a little
0: bit higher um but uh, not that much higher um number 35 for me is mac jones and the reason i have Mac jones at number 35 is um, I, you know, I think he's going to play this year. Um, I, I don't think he's going to start the season, but as the season goes on, I think there is a high likelihood that we'll see Mac Jones as the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Um, obviously, for Cam Newton, I, I hope that's not a result of injury. Um, you know, I, he's a player that's uh, very talented. Unfortunately, some battled some injuries of late. Um, but I just see that long term, Mac Jones is um, a very good fit for the Belichick system, and I think at some point they make that transition during the year.
1: Nice. Well. I'm going to stick with that Patriots theme for my number 34, and instead of Mac Jones, my number 34 is Cam Newton, and he was ranked 16th overall at the quarterback position, which I think, you know, is is a lot better than what people you know, when you think about Cam Newton's season last year, is a lot better than what you thought it would be he actually was like a backup fantasy football quarterback for you, and he had a horrible start, of course, but he was able to turn around a little bit and be, you know, be uh, a, a solid fantasy football backup uh, with that type of ranking. Um, but this year, I don't think he plays much of the season. I think he might start, play a couple games. I think Mac Jones is going to be taking over. Uh just depends on how fast he's able to pick up that offense. But with Mac Jones, I think he'll be quick. And so that's going to leave uh, Cam Newton out in the dark a little bit. So I have him at number 34, and just like Newton's Law of Gravity, he's dropping down in the rankings for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, you talked about him 16, and I think that, you know, he's the kind of backup quarterback type production. But as we go along here, it just really highlights how important it is to get a quality quarterback. Is that, um last year, 274 were the points scored by Newton. Obviously missed some time. The injuries, the co-related items. Um, but then you had, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, phenomenal year, but at 477. So quite the difference, you know, approximately 200 points that you'll notice that in your fantasy scores and of course the year. Um, my number 34 is Taysom Hill. Um, you know, I might have a little bit higher here if I knew exactly how the New Orleans Saints plan to use him. I think Winston is ultimately going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints. Um, and so I think that does limit the value of Taysom Hill at the quarterback position. Uh, I don't think he's a very prolific passer, um, but he does generate a great deal of points as a runner, and if he can get uh, those goal line carries and get a couple touchdowns, someone that you could use, but uh, I want to get a better idea of where they're going to use, how they're going to use Winston, how they're going to use Hill before I'm going to move Hill any higher in this ranking.
1: And I, I think it really comes down to, you know, in your fantasy leagues, on your on your apps, what they use him as i mean is he going to just be a quarterback like they switched him to last year or is he still going to have that uh slash eligibility like tight end slash quarterback um because i really think he has value even as potentially uh, a player you know he's he's going to outscore some of these quarterbacks just because they're going to use him in other ways but if he's just a, a quarterback that's really going to hurt his value um because obviously you can get better stats from other starting quarterbacks but I, just, I think he's intriguing because I think he has a ranking where he's going to produce points and he's still going to be an efficient quarterback.
0: Yeah, you know, like you said, I, I know we've played in some leagues where he was listed as a quarterback or a tight end. And uh, if I could play in my tight end, I surely will take
1: a couple, you know, 50, 75 yards passing, and, <laughs> you know, 40, 50 rushing,
0: and rushing touchdown. I'll, I'll take that at my tight end anytime.
1: Exactly. And, you know, like uh, in a, in a, Bind If it's one of those leagues where quarterbacks, like, all of them are drafted and and you need a guy just to fill in, uh, at least he's going to get you points. So not too bad there. Uh, Moving on to number 33, I have Tyrod Taylor for the Texans. The uh, AARP Houston Texans, they're just, I don't know, they're just a team that doesn't intrigue me whatsoever. They're, they're over the hill. A lot of old vets that uh, are at the end of their careers. You know, they, they got rid of their young guys for for these type of guys, and I don't know what they're doing over there in Houston. Um, Tyrod Taylor is a quarterback that's never finished the season. He's, you know, he's a good running quarterback. He's he's efficient. He's never in the top tier, though. I, you can't expect him to carry the team. And it's weird because he's never finished the, the season. He's always had... A rookie that uh he's been replaced by and this year he doesn't really have that with Deshaun watson's legal situation he's he's probably going to be playing most of the year and this is kind of a first for him but i just again don't like the weapons around him and, and don't really feel like he's going to have a, a really good season for the texans
0: yeah my number 33 is also Tyron taylor um you know i think he's going to be the starter for the season i don't see that mills is going to be the starter you know barring some sort of setback or injury setback from uh Tyrod Taylor, but I don't think that Deshaun Watson's coming back this year. I don't think he plays in the NFL this year, and I think there's some question marks of whether he plays in the NFL again. Um, mm-hmm. But I do, um, I don't see a lot of value in Tyrod Taylor as a fantasy quarterback this year. Um, the weapons around him are not that strong. Um, they have about six starting running backs. Yeah. I'm not really sure how they're going to use those. I just, Tyrod Taylor is someone that um, I don't think is going to bring, he's going to bring points because he's going to start the entire season, but someone that I do not want in my fantasy roster.
1: Yep, he's better, length, uh, better left to the waiver wire for sure. Number 32, I have, you know, this guy went back to uh, Frank Reich. Frank Reich's familiar with him. He might be able to uh, rejuvenate his career. But he's injured, and he's going to miss the first four weeks of the season. So that's going to be Carson Wentz. You know, I there's some injuries on the Colts' offense, but I do like some of the weapons there, you know, paris campbell michael pittman and my my big thing is he's just going to miss some time and so i don't really feel like his stats are going to live up to the the other guys that are ahead of him um mostly mostly because of that and I, i don't i don't expect him to have a huge huge season this year but uh, I don't think he's necessarily a bad quarterback, if that makes sense. I just really feel like his stats aren't going to be on par with everybody else.
0: Yeah, you know, I have a uh, thirty-two at as well, and um, I was a little, you know, had, would have had a, had him higher in the year, uh, barring the injury setback. Yeah, uh, Nelson is hurt as well. You know, there's some players around him that you know, Michael Pittman's one that I'm really excited about. Um, But, you know, that that foot injury and how long he's going to be out, we just don't know. And so someone that I don't feel comfortable putting uh, much higher than where he's at right now.
1: And I actually had Carson Wentz, like, uh, creeping around the top 20 rankings until that injury. And when that injury happened, I'm like, you know, I just don't see it. So it's it's unfortunate. And, you know, when he does come back, you might be able to get some value from him the rest of the season as, like, you know, a backup type option. But uh, as of right now, I'm kind of staying away from him. Number 31 is another guy that, uh, you know, is usually around the 20 to 26 range in QB rankings in fantasy football, and I definitely think he takes a hit this year, but it's Jimmy Garoppolo for the 49ers. He was ranked 39 last year, uh, and mostly because he was hurt, and I just think Trey Lance is going to be involved too much in the offense for Jimmy Garoppolo to really have a big season. So, I mean even when he does play they're a run heavy offense you know even the receivers are like running backs and I really think that takes away from Jimmy Garoppolo's value and again I think Trey Lance ends up taking over the quarterback duties somewhere in the season and that just makes Jimmy Garoppolo not really a, a draftable quarterback in fantasy football
0: um you know for my 31st I have Tua and uh I have him I think quite a bit lower than many others are going to have him which is disappointing. Um, Group for Tua, um, obviously the injury that he sustained and to, to come back and, and be playing in the NFL, um, obviously serious injury phase. The way he came in that national championship off the off the bench and um, leaving Jalen Hurts, that uh, just a, a player that you've always rooted for. And I hope I'm wrong here, um, but I just don't see Tua putting up the points that we had all hoped. Um, you know, I, he's got some talented tight end with Gasecki, but I don't see that that protection being as strong as we'd like it to be you know obviously mm-hmm. last year when Fitzpatrick was in Kosicki was used more um you know Tua's got some good options around it but again see signings through what we've seen through preseason, um Grant Surley, but still preseason, still forcing the ball in the red zone and moving the ball well in between the 20s but not being able to do once we actually get to the goal line so unfortunately I have Tua at uh, number 31.
1: Yeah and we'll get into Tua a little bit more later but what's concerning to me about Tua is he has weapons I mean there's weapons on the Dolphins in that passing game. So if he's not able to, you know, really perform with those weapons, I, I don't see him, you know, really take, you know, taking that next step he needs to take. So, um, going to our next quarterback, number 30, I have Jared Goff for the lions. He was ranked 18 last year, but with the lions being a run first play, good defense type of offense and well, I guess team, um, I just don't see him being really that productive. He doesn't have any weapons. He has TJ Hawkinson. Um, I do like uh, Amon uh, Ross St. Brown, or however you say his name. He was actually one of my pickups for Dynasty in the Dynasty podcast. I really liked him. Um, but overall, with just that Detroit Lions, I mean, Sean McVeigh basically told Jared Goff to Jared F off and get out of town and... uh i don't know i just uh he, he wasn't a good quarterback he had mcveigh who was a great uh, kind of a quarterback coach and he wasn't able to do it and i don't see him going to a place where he's not going to get that uh that coaching and i i just don't see that he's going to do any better so uh right now i have have him at uh the dreaded 30 spot yeah i have goff at 30 as well i think you know, I
0: think he's going to put up points. Just he's never going to touch the points that he did with um, the Rams. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. um, not the same weapons that he had there, not the same system. Um, you know, as you mentioned, it, just being running the ball a little more. You know, I think from a play action standpoint, he's pretty effective. So if they can run the ball well, that'll help him be a efficient quarterback, but not necessarily an efficient fantasy quarterback. Tyro Williams, if you can stay healthy, is one of his targets, and then St. Brown. I do like Hawkinson. Um, but, you know, again, we talk about play-action, and I just don't see the Lions being ahead much. And so I'm not sure how long they could do that. Just not sure he has the weapons or the system to to be one of the top-tier pet quarterbacks.
1: Exactly. And I love Tyrell, too, but you're right, he can't stay healthy. And so, I mean, that really scares me. And, I mean, if that's, like, your, one of your main go-to guys on your offense, then I think your team's in a lot of trouble. So, um, moving along... Number 29, I have Sam Darnold for the Panthers, and I don't have the Sam Darnold hate that a lot of people have. Like, I felt like he was kind of a scapegoat for the Jets. The Jets weren't a really good team. They weren't able to develop Darnold, and I really feel like that was due to coaching. Like, I, I actually do see something in Darnold as a quarterback, and I think under the right situation, he can be a, a decent quarterback. Now, I don't think he's, he's going to be a star. I really like the situation with the Panthers, though, with Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, um, you know, they drafted Terrace Marshall Jr. and Shy Smith from uh, South Carolina. I, I like both of those receivers. So there's some weapons there. Uh, obviously, McCaffrey, you could dump it dump it off to him, and he can go like 90 yards for a touchdown. But it's it just the fact that he's so inconsistent, and I, I, I just feel like, you know, obviously there'll be more big plays for the Panthers because Teddy Bridgewater was kind of a dump-off type of quarterback, you know, getting the, the five-yard Uh, completions I think Darnold could do more but I just I'm not sure about the offense he's in how he's going to adapt to it there's just too many question marks for me so I have him at uh at 29 right now
0: yeah I have 29 uh I have 29 being Darnold as well um I think he's one that could surprise us be a little bit higher um Mm. and not much higher maybe finishing you know outside the top 15 um but I could see him be a little higher than where we have him here just because you said he's got so many weapons with Moore and Anderson and Marshall Jr. as well as um, you know McCaffrey but you know right now I think that the, the offense runs through McCaffrey which it should so um, mm-hmm. I just I, I, I can't get him any higher than 29 right now but I would not be surprised to see him in the year a little bit higher than where we have him now
1: yeah he's definitely one of my guys where I look at my rankings and I'm like he can you know that he can blow that ranking out of the water and get a lot higher but Again, I just feel like there's, there's too many question marks right now for me to be confident to put him any higher. Um, well, you know he's going to
0: perform better because he's not with Adam Gates. Like, that, that <laughs> seems to be, whenever you leave Adam's Gates system, you know, you tend to uh, have higher production.
1: Well, and that's the thing too, right? Like, you look at all the guys that leave, like Kenyon Drake had an amazing season when he left, Brian uh, Tannehill had an amazing season, so you know it's going to be Sam Darnold's turn, and he's going to have an amazing season, so just for that, he's like probably worth taking a risk on because you're like, that breakout's coming because... He doesn't have Gase holding him back anymore. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, number twenty-eight. I have Derek Carr, and I don't know. That offense is like driving Miss Daisy. It's n- not a lot of big plays. It's meddling. I mean, there's just there's not a lot of excitement with that offense. And I mean, there's weapons with Waller. I, I like Brian Edwards a lot, and I liked him last year, but he was hurt, and this year he's not hurt, and he's doing really well in camp, so I really think he's going to be the main guy again, and so I'm probably going to jump back on that bandwagon of, for Brian Edwards. Um, I don't like Henry Ruggs. I think he's a big play guy, but he's not going to be fantasy football effective. Uh, you know, make a big play here and there. And, you know, they have Kenyon Drake, and they got Josh, Josh Jacobs. So, I really think that uh, it's really going to hurt Derek Carr in the passing game, and he's going to be, you know, barely in the, uh, top 32. He's going to be at 28 for me. At
0: 28, I have Zach Wilson. Um, you know, I, I have Zach Wilson here. I think he's going to, they're going to be behind a lot. I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. You know, Corey Davis, um, Crowder, Lange Moore, he's got some weapons there. Um, you know, Herndon's what I'm always high on. Just seems <laughs> to break my heart, so I, I can't go there this year. We, but, uh, you know what?
1: You know, this year, it doesn't matter how much you like Herndon, you can't build them up because it happens every year. It's like three years now. So.
0: Hey, if you watch the game today, you know, there's uh, Tyler Croft two touchdowns from Wilson. So, Wilson <laughs> did look sharp in today's game, granted, mostly against the backups in, in Green Bay, but I think they're going to throw the ball a lot, and I think that... You know, um I don't I don't see him have many leads. So I think he's gonna put up points, but I I don't see a high producing fantasy year for Zach Wilson this year. Maybe future years he's obviously got a lot of talent, um, but uh not this year.
1: And by the way, I do like Elijah Moore. That's a different subject, but I I do like him as a as a weapon. All right. So moving on from Derek Carr at number twenty seven, I have Mac Jones for the Patriots. And I, I guess the difference between me and you, Burke, in the rankings is I just feel like Mac Jones is going to come in a lot sooner and uh, take over that starting quarterback position. Uh, he's a game manager, you know, and not to say that, uh, you know, Tom Brady's obviously more than a game manager, but Tom Brady didn't do anything spectacular. He just was able to manage the game and he was able to get, hit the open guy and he was really smart. And uh, I feel like Mac Jones is a great game manager and kind of fits that system that Bill Belichick's going to want to implement, and uh, we're going to see him a lot sooner. So, having said that, I I definitely think he's going to be more efficient than the guys I have ranked behind him, and uh, that's kind of where I slot him at right now is at number twenty-seven. You, you
0: might get some heat from you know Tom Brady is a uh, uh, game manager fifty <laughs> 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 touchdown season.
1: Well, hey, he he's can be run. the best okay. game manager in NFL <laughs> history. <laughs> I didn't say he was a bad quarterback. I just uh, said he was really good at that. Yeah.
0: Well, um, we, I have a Patriot here as well, but this is where I have Cam Newton, so it's interesting where you have Jones and Av Newton. I, <laughs> I think that Mac Jones is going to be the guy for New England. I just think it's going to be later in the year. So if I'm kind of drafting early in the year, and I want to get, well, I'm not drafting any of these parties here that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not drafting, you know, this, this group here. But if I were to be drafting a quarterback, um, here and I was looking at Newton or Jones at the beginning of the year. I'd be taking Newton because I think that at least I could count on this, you know, points early rather than holding Jones to you know week week eight, week nine, week ten, something like that. So that's mm-hmm. where I have Newton. But I agree with you. I, I think Mac Jones is started by the, by the end of the year.
1: And I like the fact we're going through the top thirty-five rankings though, because there are some leagues that have two quarterback leagues, right? So you're you're basically getting you know, the minimum two, you might be getting three, four quarterbacks, so, um, going through the top 35, I think, is a good exercise for these rankings, for, for those type of leagues. Um, but anyway, you're right, um, I, I really think that, uh, our rankings are based off of, uh, projections, right? You, you feel like it's gonna happen later, I feel like it's gonna happen earlier, and we were kind of right on in regards to where we have them both ranked, just flip-flopped. Um... Number twenty six, and this is kind of controversial because I don't think he's going to play this year. He might not play ever again, which is really sad because he's a talent. But again, it's not really sad if he's convicted of the things he's accused of. It's uh, Deshaun Watson for the Texans, and he was the fifth overall quarterback last year. So the reason why I have him ranked this high is if he's able to overcome his legal issues and um, you know and get back out onto the field you're getting a top-five quarterback at the 26 spot, and I think it's worth that gamble. I, you know, I would rather have him than the guys that are behind him, for sure, that are ranked behind him. And I think if you're going to take a chance like that, that this is a spot to kind of do it. But, again, having said that, I, I don't think he's going to play this year. And it's not just the fact that he has all those legal issues that's uh, an issue. It's the fact that he's kind of in a fight with the uh, front office and wants to be traded. And there's just a lot of red flags with him this year that really makes him uh, a scary proposition. But I mean, obviously, if everything pans out for him, the upside is just tremendous.
0: No, I I think he's a you know high reward position if he comes back and, and plays this year. Um, I I just don't see the him. I don't see him playing. I think someone's going to take him in the draft. I think someone's going to take him in the late round pick and, and hope hope that he does. Um, as you said, you know one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But uh, I just don't. I don't. I think he plays this year, and I don't have a rank right now. Um, now, my number 26 is not Watson um, talent. It's uh, Daniel Jones.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's coming, right? We keep thinking it's coming. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I thought pretty strongly Daniel Jones was going to have a really good last uh, year last year, and uh, obviously that did not happen. Um, you know, obviously Ingram, you know, you got uh, Slayton. You have Shepard. You have some good talent around him. And obviously, getting Barkley back is going to be a huge improvement. Um, but mm-hmm. the turnovers—just a turnover machine. Yeah. And I'm not sure that the Giants are going to be much better than they've been in the past year. So I, I'm I'm not holding out hope for a breakout year for Daniel Jones.
1: Well, and what's what's uh, yeah, what's funny about Daniel Jones is you're saying you're you're really high on him, and I was high on him too. I was actually higher on him than you were, I think. And so I want to make fun of you, but I can't because. I was yeah I was in the same boat I was on the Daniel Jones train like oh that second year jump he's just gonna dominate and it, I mean it wouldn't surprise me if he has a great year this year and maybe it's the third year where he has the jump but those turnovers you're right it just is killer and it, he loses so many points fantasy football wise uh, wise by those turnovers that uh, it's a scary proposition number twenty five I have Baker Mayfield for the Browns and this one for me is. I just, I don't I don't think Baker Mayfield's a bad quarterback per se, but I don't think he's a good quarterback. And I'm going to make a comparison that's obviously to a quarterback that was really good, but Brett Favre, where it's like he won, but he never, you know, until the end of his career when he wasn't on the Packers anymore, he never really had great fantasy football seasons. And I think that's how Baker Mayfield's going to go. They're going to run the ball with Chubb and Hunt and, you know, going to play good defense, and they're not going to need him to win the game, and so I really feel like that's going to hurt his stats, and if anyone, like, you know, weapon-wise is going to benefit from it, it's going to be Jarvis Landry in the slot, but uh, I don't see a lot of big things from Baker Mayfield, and I really feel like the Browns were ready to, get, you know, let him go until he was able to win against the Steelers backups at the end of the year, and then, you know, they obviously dominated the Steelers in the playoff game, but I don't feel like that was due to Mayfield. I... I so I'm not high on Mayfield. I'm obviously think the Browns will have a good season, but uh, it's, it's Mayfield stats aren't going to reflect that.
0: Yeah. Number um, 25, I have uh Trevor Lawrence. I think, um, I think he's a talented player. I, I like some of the weapons around him. I really like um, shark. Obviously um, you got uh, Marvin um, Jones, Marvin Jones, Jr. You know, and, and, um, and they they got some talent around him. I just, I don't think Jacksonville is going to be that, that strong of a team, and I think he's still going to struggle as a rookie. So I just don't see him putting up quite the points that you know, he made in future years. So I don't have Lawrence, um, you know, any higher than twenty five at this point. Um, quarterback, long term, I like, but just not at this not at this year, um, not at this time.
1: Yeah, I'm with it because I have him met twenty four just right ahead of Baker Mayfield, so I don't have much to add to what you said. I just, you know, it's a new system. Um, he, the weapons he has are young. So you're not sure how they're going to mesh, and I think there's going to be some growing pains. Like even the Dallas Cowboys, you know, rookie year with Irvin, Aikman, Smith, like there were some growing pains. Um, I, I just don't see a big fantasy football season. And obviously I'm not comparing the Jaguars to uh, the, the Cowboys, like, legends, but it's uh, it just goes to show that, you know, when you're, you're a young offense, there's going to be a lot of growing pains, and I, I don't feel like it's going to reflect, you know, for fantasy football, it's going to be a good season for you if you have those guys this year. Um, Except for Chanel, I I think he can be, he has some value, but, yeah, it's going to be tough sledding in Jacksonville. All right. Hmm. My number
0: 24, right?
1: Yep, you're on 24. I
0: have Grappolo. Um, You know, it's similar to Cam Newton here for me, but, well, it's going to be reversed a little bit, but I I have Grappolo here that I think, he's going to start the year um i i don't think he's going to finish the year but i think he start the year um you know i think when you move up to number three you, you know you you intend to play pick that um trevor lance and you uh, you tend to uh want to play him i'm sorry mm-hmm. trey lance um you know when you get trey lance you're going to try and play him you know move up to number three with the intent to not play him you know but at the same time if you have a veteran quarterback who plays well and you have a, a quarterback who didn't um you know play and in, in quite the same competition that um, Lawrence did, or Fields did, and, you know, adjusting to the NFL system, they may need to sit for a while and it's good to have them groomed by, you know, a veteran quarterback, and, and Garoppolo is that. He's been productive in his career. Um, Obviously, last year, just a lot of injuries, and, and the whole 49ers team was decimated by injuries, so um, you know, initially, I think he could put some points up for you, and I think the 49ers are going to have a pretty talented team this year, so I think Garoppolo is your, you know, consistent point producer, for the limited number of games he's in this year. Um, But uh, I have him right there 24.
1: Nice. Well, yeah, you're a lot higher on him uh, this year than I am. And that's, you know, 24 is actually a good spot because that's kind of where he kind of averages out. You know, like I said when I mentioned him at uh, 30-something, 31, That uh, he's using that twenty to twenty six range, so kind of falls right in. That's the difference. That's right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number twenty three is where I have Tua Tagovailoa uh, for the Dolphins, and I don't think highly of him. Like, you know, you were a lot higher on him than I was, and but I'm a lot higher on him this year than you are, I guess. And that's just because I really feel like they're going to ride or die with him this year. He has some weapons. I mean. You have Will Fuller, uh, Jalen Waddle or Waddell. Um, so uh, you still have Devontae Parker there. You have Mike Kosicki. So there's weapons. I just I I don't. There's there's something missing with him. I, he, he you know the big mistakes at key times and like the, he's not able to move the offense and it uh, doesn't. I don't see any improvement from him from last year so far in the preseason. And that's not to say that it's not coming or you know it's was going to be a, a bust long term, but just this year, um, I really feel like they got rid of Fitzpatrick because he had so much hype around him that it was really hurting to, uh regards to the team and the fans being able to get behind him. And so, you know, I feel like uh, this year, that's what they're hoping for, and I'm not sure that his play is going to reflect that.
0: Yeah, at uh, 23, I have uh, Derek Barr, uh, higher than you have him, you know, it's, he puts up points and they throw the ball quite a bit. They're behind a lot. And I think they're going to be behind a lot again this year. You know, I don't think that their we- his weapons have changed that much from last year. Obviously Waller, um, you really high in Edwards last year. Um, sounds like got some really good news out of him, um, out of camp and how he looks this year. So mm-hmm. emergence of Edwards, um, you know, I think it could be a big improvement. Rugs, deep threat, not a consistent player, right? Every, every fast wide receiver is the next Tyree kill, but there's only one Tyree kill. So, um, it's just funny how we always have rugs, and every other speedy receiver is the next Tyree Tyre Kill, and we just <laughs> haven't seen it. So I don't, I don't, you know, I think he'll he, he adds it, some dynamic to that that offense. But I, I think Carr, you know, he's put up four thousand yards passing last year, twenty seven touchdowns. I think that mm-hmm. he's going to have similar type numbers. Um, but you know, not someone I'm I'm looking to get my starting quarterback as a backup. Yeah, maybe. And like you said, if you're a two quarterback system. You know, someone you could look at, but him
1: twenty three, and it's crazy because like I'm really low on him, and you're lower on him than what his ranking was last year. I mean, he was ranked the thirteenth ranked quarterback last year, and it was, it, it was crazy. I, I think the reason why, like, and I'll be honest, the reason why I think I might be down on him is because every time he is ranked against a, a really bad defense, a passing defense, like, oh, Derek Carr is going to rip it up, and then you get like two hundred yards passing and no touchdowns. And then it would play a team that you're like, man, I need to stay away from this defense. Like, I can't play Derek Carr. And then he'd rip it up, and you're like... I-, I just think it was that juggling game you had to play with them where you're always wrong that kind of soured everybody on Derek Carr. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, it happened every time. Like, oh, I'm playing right. Derek Carr. He's going to rip it up. And then, done, right? Yep, yeah, sure. So, um, anyway. 22, I have Daniel Jones for the Giants. And... You know, I I haven't made having a lot of turnovers this year because he hasn't proven that he doesn't turn the ball over. And I would rank him probably higher because I like his weapons. You know, Shepard, I, I really like Shepard a lot. Galladay is going to be there. I don't like the fit with Galladay. I just feel like what Galladay is able to do, you know, it's, you know, I, I don't feel like Daniel Jones is going to be able to get him the ball. Um, but the big key here is Daniel Jones turns the ball over a ton. And at the rate that he does it, it just really hurts fantasy football because he can get a touchdown, but then it's negated by uh, how many turnovers he has. And um, I, I definitely think he's, you know, if you're doing a two quarterback league, he, he can be good enough to be maybe your second quarterback. There's some upside and potential there, but it's scary. And he's, he kind of I put him in the the same like tier kind of as Darnold in regards to. You know, I'm going to rank him lower, but he definitely has potential to do, you know, finish the season a lot higher than where I have him ranked. It's just he's got to show me because those turnovers are lethal. And he was ranked 24 last year at quarterback rankings overall. And I see an improvement of that, but not much. Yeah,
0: my, my 22, I have Drew Locke, and uh, I was much higher in him last year. And I, as we get closer to the season, I could easily adjust him up higher in my rankings. Um, you know, it looks like he's taking a big step, um, this year. My concern is the reason I don't have him higher is, well, it sounds, you know, from camp, he's outperformed Bridgewater. Obviously he looked really good in the last preseason game. Um, but two things concern me. Last year, a fair amount of turnovers and I'm not sure how much Fangio trusts him. You know, Fangio wants, he's going to have a good defense and he wants someone that's not going to hurt the team by turnovers and bridgewater is probably that quarterback um you know even though Locke is relatively outplayed bridgewater you know in camp and games it's still 50 50 or even steven as Fangio said so not knowing where they're going to go at quarterback is has reduced my ranking for Locke. obviously you know lot didn't have Cortland sutton most of or almost all of last year you get sutton you get judy you get hamler you get fans you know, there's uh, Javante Williams. There's quite a bit of talent on this team. Mm-hmm. And if they give Locke the go, um, I could easily jump him up in my rankings because um, I think he's has taken a step, and I think he could have a pretty – you know, he's, he's a gunslinger. He is, and he could put up some points. So I might move him up if I knew better where they were going to sit him.
1: All right. Well, I have more to say on that, but uh, we'll wait. Uh, 21, I have Ben Roethlisberger for the Steelers. He was ranked the 14th quarterback last year. But the weird thing about Roethlisberger is there's all those guys in front of him. Like, he passed the ball so much last year. I think the Steelers at the the end of the season were passing the ball like 76% of the time. Like, it's just ridiculous. And he only had um, like five yards per completion. So it was just one of those things where as much as he was passing the ball, his stats didn't really reflect that. And now... You know, they're going to try to uh, revamp that running game and and focus more on the running game. Um, He has a lot of weapons, which I like, with Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool. You have Eric Ebron. um, James Washington's your fourth receiver. So there's weapons. It's just I really feel like they're going to focus on the run. Um, I'm still worried, you know, Roethlisberger's old. He's not that far away from retirement. And I really feel like the lack of passes that he throws this year is really going to dip into his stats um, it's going to be more of, you know, he's going to make some big plays through the air and he's going to have some really big games, but I just don't like the consistency that I, he potentially could have.
0: Yeah, for my 21, I have uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, I agree with everything you said. I think they're predominantly a run-oriented team. I think he plays well off the play action. I don't think they want him swinging the ball around a lot, but I, I think he can be a very productive, you know, as we're talking, maybe a backup or your number two in a two-quarterback um, system or fantasy football, but you know, getting, having Jarvis Landry, you know, you have, um, you know, Hooper, you get uh, Njoku, and then you have Odell Beckham coming mm-hmm. back, so there is weapons around Baker, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and even Hunt, I mean, Hunt's a very good receiving back, so, um, I, you know, I, I think he could have a little bit better year, but I, again, I there run-first team, so I'm a little higher than you, I think that uh, he's got a little more weapons than I, and I can see him being utilized a, a bit more than previous year. All
1: right. And, yeah, I I definitely can see it. I, I do like Baker Mayfield's weapons. I just, again, uh, philosophy of, of their offense, I, I feel like they're going to be a, a run-dominated uh, offense. All right, so number 20, I have Drew Locke for the Broncos. He was 23rd overall last year. I think he takes a step up because I really think he's going to improve. And I'm like you. If I know he's going to start from week one or at all I'm shooting him up there I'm shooting him up in the top 15 I like his weapons I like KJ Hamler I like Jerry Judy I like Cortland Sutton Noah Fant, Devontae Williams, Melvin Gordon Alberto like there's just there's just a lot of weapons and there's no reason for Drew Locke not to be successful except for the fact that uh, he's competing with Teddy Bridgewater so if I you know, I'm going to move him way up my rankings if I know that he wins the job outright but for right now, I have him cautiously at number 20. Uh, but I was big on him last year, and unlike Daniel Jones, where I'm nervous about this year, I think if he ends up getting the starting nod, I'm back on his bandwagon. I, I'm expecting big things from him. I just, I like those weapons, and I like Drew Locke. I think he's, uh, you know, he has the the skill to be a, an efficient quarterback to use those weapons.
0: Yeah, we got similar thoughts on that, and, you know, it's... uh interesting when i talk about my number 20 here is uh james winston um as we talked both of you and i talked how we would move lock up pretty quickly once we knew if he was going to be the starter i feel the exact same way about winston he would jump up in my top 15 if i knew they were going to declare him the starter my concern with winston though obviously losing michael thomas for a significant number of time um reduction in those weapons around him um but winston puts up a lot of points as a quarterback he throw a lot of turnovers but he throws a lot of yards and a lot of touchdown puts up a ton of points my concern with winston though is that you know if they're going to have him drive down the field and every time you get in the 10 yard line they're going to put and take some hill that's really going to eat up some of that production from winston so um again if he was the dedicated starter um, i'd put him much further up in my rankings but uh i'm not sure where they're going to how they're going to use that system yet yep
1: that's you know well I'll talk about it when I get to Winston but yeah I, I agree with uh, your assessment on that so number nineteen is it's a it's a big one it's uh Ryan Fitzpatrick and uh Fitz magic I really like him I actually wanted to rank him higher I really like what uh he does for offenses you know the Miami Dolphins last year I feel like he was a big part of why they made the playoffs and Outside of just the kind of character he is, I really like his weapons around him. Terry McLaurin, you have a Diami Brown who's doing, you know, having really good camp, and should be doing some pretty big things. Uh, They got Curtis Samuel. I like the running backs with J.D. McKissick, good receiving back. Um, You know, Gibson, Antonio Gibson. I I really like him. So, you know, I just feel like this is setting up for Ryan Fitzpatrick to have a really big season. And I, I don't feel like Heineke is the type of guy that's going to dip into uh, his playing time unless he just totally falters. Um, so I expect big things from Ryan Fitzpatrick. And especially if you give him as a backup, he potentially could end up being better than your starter, um, depending on how they use him in this offense.
0: Yeah, I have uh, Fitzpatrick at 19 as well. Um, you know, very productive fantasy player and uh, really excited about the situation. As you mentioned, the weapons around him. Um, not only is he an extremely fun player to watch play football, um, but he is productive in fantasy football, and he's got a great situation there with the Washington football team.
1: Yep. Perfect. Well, moving on to 18, I have Matt Ryan from the Falcons, and he was ranked 12th last year, so I definitely think he takes a you know kind of a slide down the rankings this year. He doesn't have Julio Jones anymore. Um, he doesn't have Julio Jones to not score touchdowns anymore. He has, uh, <laughs> I do like Calvin Ridley a lot. I do like Russell Gage. So I, you know, I, I feel like there's still weapons there. Kyle Pitts, of course, we'll see how they utilize him. Well, you know, when we get in the tight ends, we'll talk about that. But, uh, I just feel like he's going to take a step back and, you know, he, he kind of killed the stigma last year of, you know, when he's at home, he's amazing. When he's on the road, he's horrible. Um, he, he was pretty consistent last year, but he still, he still had some consistency problems game to game, and I just feel like, uh, you know, as he gets older, that he's going to have more of those, and I'm just not as high on him this year as I have been in years past.
0: Yeah, I have similar thoughts. You know, I've got Roethlisberger at my number eighteen. You know, I've, again, he was one that normally you see a little bit higher. Um, he's got a ton of weapons. I think they're going to really try and you know run the ball this year. And Najee Harris, I think that he's going to be more of a focal point. Uh, you know, but Roethlisberger's got some weapons. You know, you said um, Claypool, Johnson, Juju Schuster, and then you got Eric Ebron. You know, they got they got some talent, and, you know, he just kind of has been for a couple of years. Uh, obviously, last year wasn't that productive, but just a pretty steady quarterback, and I see the same thing um, from Roethlisberger this year, so I have numbered
1: number 18. Nice. All right, moving to number 17, I... You know, I probably have this person a little bit higher than I should, but I know me, and you were talking, Burke, um, and we'll get into what we said here as soon as I, I tell you who it is. It's, it's Trey Lance from the 49ers. And at this point of the draft, when you're looking for a backup quarterback, I feel like it's better to go for like a person that has a lot of upside or is going, you know, once he plays, is going to be getting you know a, a lot of stats fantasy football wise and Trey Lance is one of those guys that you know he's a good rushing quarterback he has an arm so those things together just makes me feel like once he plays he's going to be getting a lot of uh of fantasy football stats for your team and I think it's worth putting him in that uh upper echelon of being a draftable player uh just for that upside and you know you can get a Matt Ryan or you know, Fitzpatrick or Daniel Jones, like anywhere. Just pick him up off the waiver wire to play for a week if, it, you know, you're desperate. But, uh, you know, Trey Lance could be one of those uh, quarterbacks that uh, could actually, you know, be a game changer for your fantasy football team um, just based off of the skill set. So I have him at number 17. Well, uh,
0: um, I have him higher, so you might <laughs> have higher <laughs> than that you should um i'm higher than you and i and, and i'll go into my rationale behind uh having Trey lands um in the upper echelon of my rankings as well um number 17 i've met ryan you know again i i think he's one that was one of the most consistent productive fantasy quarterbacks and last year the wheels really came off and uh you know not having julio jones as you said to not score touchdowns but you know <laughs> julio jones is a you know, as a as a dominant receiver, and I, I hope he can stay healthy in Tennessee. But you know, really, I, I'm really excited about this year. You know, it was last year as well. Um, but really excited about him this year. And then Pitts is, you know, you have some weapons there. But it just, I'm I'm just not seeing the production for Matt Ryan. And I think we're nearing the end of Matt Ryan with the Atlanta Falcons. And so I just don't see him as a upper tier quarterback. But again, we're talking here in the we're talking backup ranges here and uh, I wouldn't be disappointed if I was selecting a backup quarterback to have Matt Ryan as one of them for a bye week.
1: Yep, for sure. All right. Well, um, moving along, we have – I have number 16. I have Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins, you know, he's not a sexy pick. It's not like you draft Kirk Cousins and you're excited about it. But he's always – in that top 15 range, and he was 11 last year, and he has some good weapons. I mean, Adam Thielen, you Justin Jefferson, uh, Irv Smith Jr., is, I think he's going to take a step up. Um, and then they have a strong running game with Dalvin Cook, so they're really able to mix it up and be a balanced offense, and I think that only helps someone like Kirk Cousins because he's, he's not the type of quarterback that's going to you know take over the game. Um, but with those weapons, he's going to have some really good games, and I definitely think he's worth a, a top 15.
0: You um, you have Miss Sixteen. Is that your? 16? Oh, sorry.
1: Top, yeah, sixteen. Sorry. <laughs> oh,
0: that's okay. But you know, your your you know ranking of Kirk Cousins at number sixteen just shows how incredibly intelligent you are. <laughs> um, and because I have Kirk Cousins at number sixteen as well, so um, we are two great minds think alike here. Um, you know, Kirk Cousins, as you said. You know, he's a one that puts up quite a bit of points. And we were talking earlier about Cam Newton, two hundred seventy-four points. Kirk Cousins had a hundred more than that. You know, three seventy-four is not not a bad um, production from a from a quarterback. And so, sixteen Kirk Cousins—that's um, where I have him here.
1: Well, and I'll be honest, I would have put him higher because of the weapons that he has. But I really feel like the reason why he. Played so, or at least had so many stats last year, were because the defense was so bad. So they're playing. You know, they like to run Dalvin Cook and play a balanced offense, but they were behind so bad, and the defense gave up points like, you know, like a wet paper towel. Just they they were horrible, and so they were always playing from behind, and they that really caused Kirk Cousins have to throw the ball more than he normally does. And so I think not that the Vikings defense is going to, you know, just be dominant overnight but I think they'll be better and I think that will you know that will keep uh, Kirk Cousins from having to throw the ball so much and they'll be able to rely on Davin Cook a lot more like they planned to do at the beginning of the season um so that's why I moved him down a little bit lower perfect well number 15 I have a, another rookie who kind of the same strategy with Trey Lance but this guy actually after watching Andy Dalton you know this past weekend I'm even more. I, I I think he's kind of right in the spot that he needs to be. But Justin Fields for the Bears, I liked him coming out of college. I thought he was the best quarterback. I still believe that. I like the situation he's in with the Chicago Bears. I mean, you're throwing to Allen Robinson. That's. I think he's one of the best receivers in the game. He just has never had a quarterback. Now, granted, he got destroyed by the Bills, and uh, that's always scary to see. But. I just like his skill set, running and, and throwing, and I, I'd i rather take a chance on him as my second quarterback than some of these other guys that are ranked behind him. I really think he has a lot of upside and potential, and it's you can't really ignore it.
0: I'm not sure that you're right here. I mean, uh, Andy Dalton, when the Bears signed him, they said QB1, and Dalton <laughs> just said the other day that Fields is going to be great, but it's now it's my time.
1: Um, well, he, yeah. he, he didn't play like it. Uh, against the Bills, right? So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know, my number fifteen. This is where I have Trey Lance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in some of the ways here, I talked about. You know, I think that Mac Jones will eventually be the starter, but I still had Cam Newton as your, you know, your quarterback ranked higher because of you know early season points and someone you could you could use earlier in your year. And then I had, you know, but then in the flip side, I had Garoppolo much later and Lance earlier. Hmm. The reason being is I think Trey Lance is just a tremendous talent and um, just an incredible athlete. And I think if there's any coach that's going to be able to utilize his skill set, which is a diverse skill set, is going to be Shanahan. And I think eventually he's going to be a guy that's going to play and he's going to put up a lot of points. I mean, you look at, you know, I, I was reading a stat the other day that, you know, Tim Tebow. You know, when he was in Denver, is was averaging 19 points a game. The guy completed <laughs> one pass against uh, KC.
1: Um, granted, it was a touchdown, but you said <laughs> one pass against Kansas City and he,
0: averaging 19 points. Taysom um, Hill put up decent points. Um, and Lance, I think he has an incredible um, arm strength and, and, you know, he's demonstrated he's accuracy, but he's obviously a, a solid runner as well. And so someone that, like, you know, Trey Priory even put up a lot of points when predominantly focused on running. I could just see Trey Lance putting up a lot of points um, later in this year and someone who could be one of his upper, lo- upper echelon starters in years to come. So it, rather than, after I get side outside of my top 12, rather than getting a backup like Mayfield or Ryan, you know, or, you know, even Fitzpatrick, I'm going to go for the upside here. I'm going for Trey Lance in that scenario.
1: Well, Based off these rankings so far, I guess uh, you know Justin Fields of Dreams and uh, Trey Lance causes you to wet your pants. So, um, but yeah, I, I and again, I like the strategy of getting these guys with high upside that can be really game changers. Over, you know, just getting a, a, a guy to fill in for for a week. Like, I'd rather take that upside on these guys than, you know, you know, a Baker Mayfield or. Daniel Jones or Roethlisberger or or someone. So, number 14, this is, uh, I have him ranked really high because I think he's going to win the job, and I'm kind of gambling, like obviously if he doesn't win the job, he's dropping like a rock, but I have Jameis Winston, and I, you know, I even accounted for the fact that Taysom Hill's going to jump in and take some of the you know the goal-line carries and play a little bit of quarterback in some s- different schemes. Because James Winston usually is like a top-eight quarterback with his, how much he throws the ball and throws touchdown passes. Now, he likes to throw pick-sixes, which is why he has to throw the ball so much and get though for so many yards and touchdowns. But I, you know, I, I think even with the Taysom Hill uh, component to that offense that, uh, you know, he dips out of the top eight that he normally is in and I have him at 14. And I really think he can throw for like 30, 32, 33 touchdowns this year. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't like his weapons per se, but, again, it's, he didn't necessarily have a lot of weapons starting off with the uh, the Buccaneers and he's still able to sling it, so.
0: One thing you said about Winston that really jumped out to me. Yeah, I have a fantasy quarterback and he's going to throw a pick. I want him to be a pick six because I want them to get the ball back Earlier to be able to put some points up. Daniel Jones might give a pick, you know, then the, the opposing team's going to have the ball for another five or ten minutes. Hey, if you're going to throw a pick, go ahead and make it a pick six, then you get another shot at getting me points.
1: <laughs> well, here's another thing about Jameis Winston is he's a guy that you, you know, for fantasy football, is not bad to have on your team. He'll get you points, but you don't want to watch him doing it. Because he'll aggravate you with the pick sixes and stuff. It's like it's better to just see what he does at the end of the game than uh, try to watch him and uh, you know root for him as he's doing it. So, so
0: yeah, you know, um, number fourteen for me is Justin Fields, and similar to what I just went through with Trey Lance, you know, a couple things that I'll add. Um, you know, I think Matt Nagy is is clearly in the hot seat. Yes, um, and uh, you know, are you gonna? Are you gonna go anywhere with Andy Dalton at quarterback? The answer is no. If you play Andy Dalton all year and you don't have success, you're not returning as the coach. Um now you might you're not gonna win the you know, the north with uh fields, um, but you know, you're gonna have a lot more excitement about the team. You're gonna have a better chance of, of putting up points and, and you know, winning a couple games, but uh, you need to invest in fields and, and the bottom line is He's going to be the better quarterback in the roster, and he's definitely the most talented quarterback in that roster right now. So um, Fields is going to be the starter. Um, I know it he, he came out today. Maggie did and said, Week one it's Dalton. That might be the case, but by the third quarter it might be Fields. So um, I think that uh, Fields is going to be a long-term starter this year, and he's going to put up points. So several lamps. I got him at, I got him at number uh, fourteen.
1: Well, and you know what? I think Nagy is making the smart decision there because they're week one they're playing the Rams and do you want Fields playing against that defense (laughs) first (laughs) week? Not necessarily. Exactly. So they're probably like, all right, let's kill Andy Dalton, and then Fields will take over anyways. So, all right. Number 13, I have Tom Brady for the Buccaneers. You know, he was number eight overall last year. And he has weapons. I mean, Antonio Brown is amazing. He's one of the top receivers in NFL history. Um, You still got Chris uh, Godwin. Um, Mike Evans, Grob Gronkowski. There's a lot of weapons there, but I just don't see him being as efficient. Like I just feel like it was almost like a. It was an amazing year for him last year, and I I feel like they can rely a little bit more on the running game this year. So, I'm I'm not expecting the offense to be, you know, as as I guess uh, pass. Uh, heavy pass centered as it was last year so I really think they're going to be more balanced and I really feel like that's going to take away from some of Tom Brady's stats having said that I still think he's going to be a really good quarterback and have a really good season and you wonder though with his age when is that going to catch up to him because it's going to eventually it's just uh you don't know when that's going to be and it's going to be tragic when it happens but it happens to everyone it just happened to Drew Brees last year and uh I mean Tom Brady it's Everyone keeps predicting it, and eventually it's going to be true. Well you're
0: not going to, again, you're not going to gain any Tom Brady fans here. You know, a game manager, you know, you got to low <laughs> again. Um, but uh, I had him higher than you last year, and I'm going to have him higher again uh, this year. But I'll get to Brady when, I, when I'm when i up in my my top
1: ten. Okay. Well, and, but hold on a sec, too. Uh, just to make it clear, I love Tom Brady with the Buccaneers. Patriots, not a big fan, but with the Buccaneers, I think he's great, so.
0: <laughs> I, I have similar thoughts, but not necessarily in fantasy perspective, just being uh, as someone who played his team and tend to be in the losing end quite a bit.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Alright, for my 13th ranked quarterback, I have Joe Burrow. Um, Joe is someone I would have probably had much higher if he was not coming off of that ACL injury. Um, obviously, a, had a great rookie season. Uh, has a lot of weapons around him with Boyd higgins and then chase so um you know a ton of upside of burrow but again the question marks i have and why i don't have any higher is one obviously the injury and then i'm still not entirely sold on that uh, offensive line so um mm-hmm. that's why i him 13 ideally you know it'd be healthy healthy line i'd be giving him a little bit higher but uh has so much potential i i gotta keep him you know just outside of my top 12 all
1: right so he's just outside of the uh starting fantasy football range Absolutely. All right. Your uh, first runner up. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Well, my number twelve I have you know, I'll talk about Joe Burrow here in a second, but uh number twelve, I have Jalen Hurts for the Eagles. And this is one he was a hard evaluation because he didn't play the whole season and you saw snippets of him doing really well, at least for fantasy football, you know, getting a lot of rushing yards. Passing yards haven't you know, weren't always there uh, game to game, but those rushing yards more than made up for it. And, I mean, he was really hot and cold last year, and I think with some seasoning this year he can, uh, and, and, uh, you know, more weapons around him, he can be a a decent quarterback. And, you know, passing-wise, I don't expect a a big season from him, but rushing-wise, I think he can be the top-rushing quarterback in the NFL this year and can really score a lot of touchdowns, you know, uh, rushing, which obviously is more points in most leagues. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I like his weapons and, and think he'll be able to do, you know, be a little, little more effective as a passer as well.
0: Yeah, I have a, uh, for my 12th quarterback, I also have Hurts, you know, again, as you said, that rushing ability, hopefully some improvement in the passing game, you know, really good tight ends, Ertz and Goddard. And then you have, you know, Devontae Smith. I still like Jalen Rager. Um, so, you know, again, Um, A ton
1: of upside, um, well worth number twelve. Yeah, Quez uh, Quez Watkins is dominating in training camp. So there's yeah, and then you got both tight ends. Still, you still got Ertz there. You still got Goddard. Um, So they got like what eight starting running backs that are fighting (laughs) for. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So there's a lot there to like. So I I'm. It's kind of funny we have kind of you know, so many that are the very same ranking without even talking to each other about it. Number 11, I have Matthew Stafford for the Rams. And I really like Matthew Stafford in this offense. You know, I felt like the Lions were really holding him back and what he was able to do. And with McVay, uh, you know, being the head coach there and the way the Rams want to run that offense, I really think Stafford... You know, can do a lot of great things there. You know, Cooper Cup, Bobby Trees, Tyler Higbee. Uh, you know, they drafted Tutu Atwell to, uh, you know, to, to be a guy there. And I don't know. I just, I, I, I like the spot that he went to. I feel like it kind of rejuvenated him a little bit. And he's going to be uh, a starting, you know, for fantasy football-wise, uh, wise, he's going to be a starting-type quarterback for your, your team and that you can get a little bit later in the draft.
0: yeah absolutely um, I have uh, also number 11 I have Matt Stafford um, <laughs> you know, like it, we talked you know a long time ago about Jared Goff and you know he put up some decent points obviously not la- not last year but years before he was put up some points as a fantasy quarterback in mcPay system. Um, Matt Stafford is a significantly better quarterback always been a high producer when it comes to fantasy football. now you get him in that mcBa system. Um, You know, I don't think they're going to run the ball quite as much as they originally planned. I think Henderson's got a lot of upside, but losing Acres hurts. Um, You know, as you said, Cup, you got, you know, Robert Woods, Deshaun Jackson, Igby, just a lot of weapons there. Um, So, you know, I'm I'm really excited about Matt, Matt Stafford this year.
1: Awesome. Well, number 10. I have a guy that was number 10 last year. So he really didn't move. From where he finished last year in the rank uh, in the rankings, and uh, I just kind of kept him there, and it wasn't on purpose. It's just really where I kind of envisioned him being, and that's Lamar Jackson for the Ravens. Um, I, I feel like he's going to take a step back rushing. I don't. I definitely don't see him being you know close to that thousand yard rusher that he's been in the past. Uh, I, I do think he's going to be maybe a little bit better passing yards wise. I mean they have so many. Receivers now with drafting Bateman, they drafted a, what Twy Wallace, um, you know Hollywood Brown's still there. So I mean, I definitely feel like there's gonna you know they're gonna take a step up passing wise, but he's still not that effective of a passer. Their offense isn't conducive to you know they're a running first kind of offense. So I just feel like ten what we saw from him last year is pretty much where he kind of baselines and that, you know, where his expectations should kind of be right now. Yeah. I'm, I
0: have Lamar Jackson a little bit higher and I can definitely talk about him. Um, but you know, not too much further. This is, um, number 10 is where I have, uh, Ryan Tannehill. Um, you know, obviously he had a tremendous year as uh, we were talking last year, um, you know, and getting an additional weapon, Julio Jones, um, mm-hmm. if he can stay healthy, obviously that's, Big key there, but Adam, you know, we have A.J.
1: Brown, um, you know, and you got uh, Julio Jones, you, know, you have Josh Reynolds. What's up? Josh Reynolds is there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first career has been a good tight
0: end. You know, been a solid tight end. Doesn't quite get the yardage, but it's a guy that just finds a way in the end zone. T- Tandy Hill had um, quite a bit of rushing yards and production as a runner as well. Um, and I think he's in a very good position um, to repeat um, that I have him at number 10.
1: All right. Well, my number nine is going to be kind of repetitive because it was your number 11 or wait, no, you're 13. Sorry. Joe burrow for the Bengals. He was 25 last year overall, but he was projecting a lot higher than that until he got hurt. And, you know, I'm kind of ignoring his injury a little bit. I do think he comes back and he's still effective. You know, he didn't rush for a lot of yards, if any. So, you know, he, we're not drafting him for his mobility. I don't like the offensive line at all. That really scares me, and I think that could be a hamper in this ranking for sure. So that's uh, definitely something that concerns me. But I just like the weapons. You know, they drafted Chase, so you know having him there to kind of replace the targets that A.J. Green had. You still have T. Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd. I just really like this offense. Joe Mixon, uh, I I like the offense, and I like the weapons in it. And so I I really couldn't you know, I tried to put him lower and I just couldn't do it. And, you know, barring him getting injured again, because, you know, the offensive line, not being able to block for him. I, I see a, a top 10 finish for Joe Burrow.
0: Yeah. My number nine is uh, Tom Brady. Again, you know, as you said, the game manager doesn't do anything special. Thank you. Have him ranked 41 overall. Um, I got, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> I got him at number nine, you know, um, I, I, think he's, again, again, have a very solid year. Pretty amazing to look back at 2020. had 40 touchdown passes. You know, um, you know, and they, they guess they have a ton of weapons, right? You got Mike mm-hmm. Evans, you got Godwin, you got Antonio Brown,
1: Gronkowski. Um, so. Hey, know, o- yeah, OJ Howard. Correct. And Giovanni Bernard, um, yeah. who's not a bad receiving
0: back either. So, you know, I think in a way, um, you know, obviously very <laughs> effective year. Um, both in football as the world champion in fantasy football. But this year, I think it's a year that uh, they can also open it up and get a lot of weapons But Tom Brady run the offense as he sees fit. So um, number nine, I think, is a reasonable spot for Tom Brady.
1: That's, uh, yeah, I would agree with you. And, you know, you drop a guy just outside the top 12, and, you know, people act like uh... <laughs> <laughs> you have a vendetta against the guy. But... <laughs> you know the only thing i actually like to see him win super bowls now that is for the buccaneers though so i can't use that excuse that i'm tired of seeing him win <laughs> uh number 8 i have russell wilson for the seahawks and i wanted to put him higher and i really like you know the beginning of last year the way the seahawks offense just you know rolled they were able to do whatever they wanted they just rolled through defenses and i really liked watching russell wilson but then it was almost like defenses and off defensive coordinators were able to figure them out and they really weren't able to do much. And that, that could be a reason why uh, Schottenheimer got fired. Um, but now they're trying to focus more on the run game. And it's like, is that just, you know, smokescreen? Are they really just going to start focusing on the run game more? Or are they really going to try to, you know, use Russell Wilson a little bit more like they did at the beginning of the season? So there's a lot of question marks for me in this offense. But I really do like the player. I think Russell Wilson's a top-notch quarterback. So I have him at number eight. And, you know, they have uh, D.K. Metcalf. Uh, you know, they just got... Uh, they drafted Dwayne Eskridge, which I think is a big playmaker. And I don't know. I I like the addition of Gerald Everett, Chris Carson at running back. I I just like the Seahawks in general. So... Russell Wilson, number eight, I couldn't put him any lower than that.
0: Yeah, I have uh, Russell Wilson, number eight, as well. You know, Again, someone I think we both would like to see higher, but it's how they're going to utilize him. Um, I, I think with Pete Carroll, they're going to be a, a run-first type team. They're going to establish the run. And as much as you and I would like to have um, Russell Wilson be able to air it out more, I just don't see it happen.
1: They need to let Russ cook, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, not let them cook. Much as
0: we want it. call for it. I don't think it's happening. All right. Um, but, you know, but hey, big, you know, as you said, Joe Levert, one that I was going to mention, but also, you know, very productive on the ground as well, you know. So, um, solid quarterback, um, number eight overall. You steal if you can get him at uh, your quarterback.
1: All right. Well, and by the way, I, I it's not that I forgot to mention Tyler Lockett. I realize that he's there, and I really like him. I just, you know, thinking about it now, I feel bad not mentioning him because he's such a big part of that offense. So, they have Tyler Lockett, too. Um... <laughs> Number seven, Justin Herbert for the Chargers, and kind of, I just think he takes the next step. I mean, he was number nine last year, so I think, uh, you know, now that this is his second year, he's going to take a couple steps forward from that, and I I just like Justin Herbert. And I'll be honest, I didn't think he was ready to start right away. I thought he'd be a quarterback that needed time to, to develop, and he proved me wrong completely. Like, he just came in there and just ripped it up right away and had a great season. And his his rapport with Keenan Allen is, you know, one of the best in the league. Mike Williams should uh, probably see a, a better season stat-wise with Justin Herbert's second year. Uh, I You know, they got Jared Cook, but I really like Donald Parham at tight end. Austin Eckler, he's kind of like a a poor man's Christian McCaffrey. I really like what he can do this year. So, uh, yeah, I have Justin Herbert, number seven.
0: Yeah, um, number seven, I have uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, I think all the things that you said were, I think you put him at number 10, um, if that's correct. You know, I think that those are all the similar circumstances why I don't have him higher. And I think last year we had him number two overall. Um, But, yeah, you know, I just – I don't see a big growth in the passing yardage. Um, You know, you look at 2020 – uh, did have twenty six passing touchdowns, thousand yards rushing, but it's just I don't see um, you know a significant increase in his passing years. I don't really think he has the weapon. I like Bateman, but obviously coming off injury, Sammy Wat- Watkins is going to be terrific for Week One, and then you won't see him the rest of the season. Um, <laughs> you know, so I just don't see that that big passing yard gain uh, or you know improvement. And then also you know very effective runner, going to put up the yards, but you know to ask for a thousand yards from a quarterback every year um you know i think he has the ability to do it um obviously just got to stay healthy um you know some of his stats last year were i think negative the impact obviously about the fact he did miss a game for due to COVID. um and so if he played the full season we might see him finish last year a little higher than um, number 11 where he did but uh i have him at seven
1: nice and for the record i'm still down on hollywood brown i was last year i was stubborn about it i was you know i actually nailed the ranking. Uh, Rashard Bateman, everyone's kind of, he's like the new hot thing this off season. Like, oh, Rashard Bateman for the Ravens. And it's like, did you guys not just watch Hollywood Brown last year? I loved Rashard Bateman coming, you know, out of the draft. But once he went to the Ravens, I was, I'm totally out on Rashard Bateman, especially now he has that injury. I, I just don't, you know, that's one of the issues I have with Lamar Jackson is not being able to utilize his receivers in that passing game. All right. Um... Number six, I have Ryan Tannehill. So I think a lot higher of him than you do, Burke. Uh, he was number seven last year. And the the thing that uh, surprises me was two years in a row, their, you know, their attempts weren't really high. They were just really efficient. They were really efficient offense. And so last year I kind of ranked them a little bit lower saying, you know, that efficiency can't hold up. And then it held up again last year. So now I'm just thinking that that's just the norm. He just, you know, he doesn't get a lot of... Uh, opportunities as much as everybody else through the the passing game but he's just really efficient in this offense and I realize that uh, Arthur Smith left and is now the head coach for the Falcons but I really feel like you know his mix of running and and passing the ball really is going to bump him close to being a top five quarterback and I like his ability and I think the only thing that might stop him from being able to reach that is you know potential for injury because He is kind of scary sometimes watching him run the ball, and you know, he—he I think he takes a little bit more hits than uh, a quarterback should. But uh, with this offense, uh, I think they're going to open it up a little bit more uh, through the air and uh, not rely so much on Derrick Henry, and uh, that's going to have him, you know, uh, have a little bit better season than uh, what he had last year, even. Yeah, for uh, you
0: know, my number six, I have Justin Herbert. Um, you know, as a rookie, uh, you know, putting up, uh, you know, 4,300 passing yards, 31 touchdowns, yeah. you know, five rushing touchdowns. That is phenomenal as a rookie. And obviously, you know, got a weapons. Um, talked about Beckler. you got Keaton Allen. Um, I like Mike Williams a lot. You know, again, he's one that can make the dramatic play, I'd like seal more consistency out of him. You got Cook and, um, you know, you got Dolph Farms. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about, uh, um, Justin Herbert this year, and I have
1: him six overall. All right. Well, number five, this one was really easy for me. These, this top five was really easy for me, to be honest. And with the number five, I have Dak Prescott for the Cowboys. Now, he was ranked 35 last year, but obviously everyone knows he got hurt for the season, and he was on an MVP-type pace. And with those weapons, it's just ridiculous. I, I mean, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, um... You have Ezekiel Elliott, you have Blake Jarwin, and then after he got hurt, Dalton Schultz. You have uh, Tony Pollard. It, there's just there's just so many weapons on this team, and I I, I mean I, I think he's going to be a top five quarterback. He he was going to be the number one quarterback last year, and the only reason why I didn't rank him higher is because of that injury. I want to see how he recovers, and there might be. It might be a slow start as he gets acclimated to, you know, the speed of the NFL game again, but I I think he's due for another big season.
0: Yeah, I have a uh, as well at number five. Um, one that would be higher, like you said, he wasn't coming off the injury and then obviously got the shoulder strain, but mm-hmm. all accounts are that he's going to be healthy and plan to go for number one uh, or week one. And uh, so many weapons around that team, you know, very strong offensive line um Prescott
1: number 5 would be surprised to see him finish the year higher than that. Yep. All right. Well, and then number 4, again, easy evaluation for me. Aaron Rodgers for the Packers. He was 3rd last year. And here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers is he was 3rd overall last year in fantasy football points, and I have him dropping to 4, but I think he's going to have the, one of the best seasons he's ever had because he's really pissed off at the Green Bay front office. And this might be it for him. And he's already kind of hinted that, you know, the last dance with him and Devontae Adams in Green Bay. And so he's going to be really motivated to uh, perform really well for whatever team might be interested in, in trying to pick him up after this if he forces his way out. So I wanted to put him higher. I just couldn't. But I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a phenomenal season this year. Yeah,
0: Aaron Rodgers, number four as well. Um, you know he might have a TD reduction this year, um, but he's coming back from 48 last year. So uh, yeah. if you have some <laughs> reduction in touchdowns uh, that you're not going to notice that kind of impact in your fantasy roster. Obviously, you'll take 50 or higher if he's on your team. But if he's in the 40, you know, low 40s, that's a tremendous year. I'm I'm really excited about Aaron Rodgers, and um, I haven't met gonna fo- be fun to see him play. Which in regard, I think he wants to win, but I think he wants to you know, predominantly stick it to the, the management of the Green Bay Packers. So it's going to be uh, kind of interesting to watch.
1: Yep. And I have met 42 touchdowns, and I was, I don't know. I, I'm always conservative with my projections. So uh, I just think he's going to have a phenomenal year. So we're on the same page there. Number three, moving right along to Kyler Murray. He was number two last year for the Cardinals, and I'm moving down a slot, but – uh Yeah, basically, I feel like he's going to have a better season. He's like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to have a better season than he had last year. He has so many weapons. I, I, you know, Christian Kirk is there. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, of course, is there. And uh, Rondell Moore, I really like that pickup. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good receiver. A.J. Green is there. We'll see, you know, if he's over the hill or if he has anything left in the tank. There's just so many weapons there. I Chase Edmonds, James Conner, I, I like Ch- Edmonds a little bit better, but um, I, I really think that, you know, between his rushing and his passing, he's going to be able to pass for a lot more yards. And it was kind of the same situation as the Seahawks last year where I felt like teams were starting to figure out their offense a little bit at the end of the year, and they didn't really uh, – they weren't able to compensate for that. And uh, this year I feel like – you know, they they kind of maybe learn from that a little bit, and they're going to be able to have a little more wrinkles and uh, not be so uh, predictable. And, you know, maybe uh, have a little bit better offensive line as well to uh, let those skilled players kind of work. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, you
0: know, remarkable. You know, DeAndre Hopkins last year, and, you know, and obviously, you know, when you have him in your fantasy lineup or on your team as a wide receiver, you have a uh, um, quite a bit of talent at receiver, and they've only improved upon that. I think Moore is a tremendous pickup. I am um, I am very excited for Kyler Murray this year. You know, I think he, we're going to see some increases in the passing touchdowns. Uh, you know, he was at 26 last year. I definitely see that increasing with the weapons that, you know, we've talked about.
1: Yeah, i in the 30s, so.
0: Absolutely, I think he's in the 30s. You know, the one thing is, we're going to see what happens with uh, the corresponding you know, if increase in um, passing, is there going to be a reduction in the number of rushing touchdowns? Obviously adding, you know, Connor as well, someone that anticipate to probably get some of those um, short yards going type carries. Um, you know, so there could be some reduction. That's the, um, in the rushing yardage and touchdowns. That's my only concern. Um, you know, when I say concern, he's number three. That's my concern between three and four between Murray. Um, but, uh, just a tremendous talent high upside i think it's gonna be fast-paced offense and i think he's gonna have a significant increase in passing touchdowns
1: perfect yeah um and we never mentioned andy isabella in the slot since uh larry fitzgerald doesn't know if he's gonna play anymore or not and that's you know obviously i think larry fitzgerald's gonna retire but uh you know between Moore and isabella that's you know it's two more re- like that's five receivers we just named that could be part of this offense so, number two, I have Josh Allen for the Bills. And this was easy, of course. I mean, he was number one last year. And, you know, just his year to year progression as a quarterback has been amazing to watch. He's an efficient runner. He's, you know, can fling the ball all over the field. Stephon Diggs is his main guy. I, Emmanuel Sanders is there now. Cole Beasley. I just, you know, Gabriel Davis. I, uh, you know they weren't able to run the ball very efficiently, and uh, but I still think Singletary is a, a, a decent receiving back for them. So if they can get the run game going and be a little bit more balanced, I think that really opens things up for Josh Allen, and he could be even more efficient if that's uh, you know if that's even possible.
0: Yeah, um, I have him number two as well. I'm very excited for Josh Allen. You know, I, I really like the Emmanuel Sanders' addition to that already strong receiving core. Um, you know, I I think if you get yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Josh Allen be the highest scoring fantasy quarterback this year. I have number two, but uh, I would not be surprised to see him push up against Mahomes.
1: Yep. Well, thanks for ruining my number one. Because, uh, yeah, going to number one, that's who it is, It's uh, Patrick Mahomes. And he was number four last year, but, of course, there was some injury with him. He missed a couple games. And uh, I, you know, he would have been number one if he played a full season. Mahomes is just, you know, he's like the the current-day Peyton Manning-type quarterback where he, he's dominating the league, and it, it's tough to not put him at number one. You know, obviously, I agree with you. Josh Allen can get there. Kyler Murray could get there, but, uh, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes hasn't done anything since he started playing a quarterback for the Chiefs that shows me that he, you know, I, I, I can't rank him any lower than number one, so... Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, or or Kels, as we learned his name is pronounced this off season. And uh I, I think uh McCole Hardman takes a step forward. And yeah, I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire gets more involved in the passing game this year as well. I I really like Mahomes and he's he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Um
0: Mahomes number one for me as well. Best quarterback in the NFL and uh you know, if I'm putting money on, you know, the best fantasy quarterback from the year, I'm going to put it on Mahomes. Yep. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, again, I talked about Josh Allen, thing think a lot of potential could push up on it, but Mahomes is Mahomes. And so far, there's no
1: sign of show, uh, slowing down that Kansas City offense. Yep. And, you know, drafting-wise, uh, you know, I, I like to give some draft advice usually when I go through the rankings on quarterbacks, uh, you know, me and you talked Burke. We really like the like top nine or so quarterbacks, but then after that, we really feel like it's just kind of a drop off where there's there's not much deviation between like ten to you know twenty two even. So usually we're both guys that will wait till like you know eight nine ten round uh, rounds before we draft a quarterback. This year, I think you kind of maybe have to go a little bit sooner and get one of your guys because um, there's going to be a lot of guys that are. You know, basically in in that same tier that are doing the same things that aren't going to be difference makers.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know, tend to wait, tend to find uh, more of just your steady producing fantasy quarterback, maybe looking late in the round to pick up some, you know, second year player that I think is going to have a breakout type year. Um, but this year is, I definitely will be looking at a quarterback a little bit earlier in the draft. I think that there's those top 12. And if you want to get to that 13, include our Burrow and Brady, <laughs> you know, that they're there. Um, yeah. you know, after that, it's, you know, obviously we talked about fields and Lance, you know, shortly thereafter outside of 13, but you know, uh, you start getting to the Ryan, Roethlisberger, um, you, you know, you're in cousins, you're just, there's going to be a big difference between those positions and those top 12. So uh, you don't want to walk away from your draft without having those top tier quarterbacks. And I think they're going to go early. I think there's going to be a run on them.
1: Yep. And, you know, that's why I think, you know, I have fields and you as well, why we have fields and Lance ranked so high is because everyone else is going to be pretty close to the pack. And so, you know, it's, it's better to maybe take a chance on those guys that have the higher upside that can, you know, Show that they're in that top ten range and in, in production, then because uh, you know what you're going to get from guys. That, you're right, like Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins and Roethlisberger and um, you know Derek Carr and, and those types of quarterbacks. But uh, I want to close this out really quick, Burke, uh, by saying that you know Mitchell Trubisky. We haven't mentioned him at all, and our dislike for him is is really well not as a person, but as a quarterback is. is you know, we talk about it all the time. And I didn't get to tell you guys my ranking for him. So I have him dead last at 64. I ranked the first stringers and the second stringers. And Mitchell Trubisky I ranked as my very last quarterback in my rankings. And, he you know, the other day, uh, playing against the Bears, he just dominated and kind of proved me wrong, I think. But... um I wanted to throw it out there that Mitchell Trubisky is my worst ranked quarterback uh, just because I am always talking bad about his quarterbacking skills.
0: Well, you know, you've obviously (laughs) done some research on him outside of just the the game the other day. Uh, I didn't see the Mitchell Trubisky revenge game coming, um, but he sure got his revenge (laughs) against Chicago. Um,
1: In preseason.
0: Where do you, where do you have Chase Daniels in that? You know, he's the guy that's played me in you know started a handful of games with probably the first billionaire in the NFL history just find some massive contracts to go around and be backups
1: and and not ever take a snap yeah (laughs) Yeah. I have him at 57 so he's on there too just uh (laughs) uh I, I well and here's the thing is I had AJ McCarron uh right before Mitchell Trubisky and then he blew out his knee and he's gonna be out for the season so you know my last two quarterback rankings are uh not you know they're not starting off very well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway with that uh this will uh this will end our quarterback rankings. I appreciate you joining me Bert.
0: Absolutely thank you. Thanks everybody for listening.
1: All right And thus concludes the Ms. the Wiz Montbon Fantasy Football Show. We appreciate you listening. It's always great to bring Burke back into the mix to uh, go through our rankings. And you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, Google, any major podcast uh, application. Like us, review us, do whatever you need to do. We really appreciate it. But in the meantime, we'll get right back at it with the tight end rankings next. And again, thanks for listening. Cheers.